quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh, Yes Guy. Another weekend is here. Welcome aboard to episode number 64 of Yes Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. And before we get going, let me tell you that our guests today are Matt Cullen, Andrew Harris of the Argos, Herbie Kuhn, and of course, Yes Guy, No Guy to finish it off. Looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park Managing Broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage, has 27 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest local knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call or, or text him at 647-292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody. And introducing Fox 40's new premium whistle, the Fox 40 Titan, in a sleek titanium body. The Titan emulates the authentic sound of the Fox 40 classic available now in titanium gold or matte black and go to fox40shop.com for that perry how are you this week sir great jim how you doing everything looks good here and we're all set to go matt cullen raptors 905 and cbc sports commentator is with us and he had to backfill for us december 18th raptors against the warriors on raptors basketball due to covid problems warriors won that night please have matt with us now matt welcome in how are you Listen, great to chat with you guys. Doing well. How about yourself? Everything's good. We're all uh, pumped up and, and starting, starting, Matt, to get back to normal. So take us through uh, all this happened. There, there was a, obviously, you know, this happens in mid-December when the COVID, the, the last outbreak uh, sort of took hold very fast. Uh, so take us through your assignment and how that happened and how quick the turnaround was for you. It was, uh, it was a big surprise, and it was a real treat uh, for me. So I'm the Raptors 905 uh, commentator. So we see a lot of the Raptors uh, come down. We've seen uh, Delano Banton a couple of times this year. Isaac Bong is a regular, Justin Champagne as well. So I had an idea that you know guys were you know going up and down, so I was familiar with a couple of guys on the team. But um, it, it was right around that mid-December, December 18th, actually, and it was when things started to go downhill a little bit, and, uh, and there were some problems. Uh, with COVID that were starting out, NBA guys were going on the list, broadcasters were going on the list. So I got a call about, uh, about it was a Saturday night the game was, so I got a call, I think it was about Thursday, saying, you know what, there might be a situation, would you be available uh, to call the, the Raptors and the Warriors game? So, of course, the automatic answer was, uh, you know, yes, you know, clear the schedule, whatever else is uh, on. So, um, and, and, that, uh, ended up being, uh, and that ended up being the case, and it was, at first, it was one of those games, guys, that was, it was the first step before things started to go downhill. It was the first game that the Raptors put in the 50% capacity. Before that, we were going full steam. Buildings were full. Energy was high. And the energy still was good, but it was that game where the Warriors came. They didn't have Steph Curry. They didn't have Andre Iguodala. Uh, you know, they didn't have Andrew Wiggins that game. So it was sort of a watered-down G League type of squad. So a couple of names that I, were, uh, I was pretty familiar with, and it turned out to be... Uh, Turned out to be a, a great night. Scotty Barnes had a great game, as he's been uh, terrific all year long. And, uh, you know, working with Sherm and uh, yourself and Jim and uh, Josh Lewenberg and the rest of the crew uh, on TSN Radio, it was a real treat and an unforgettable night for me. Well, Matt, every time I talk to someone who's worked with Jim Taddy, I always apply it to myself. But in your case, what was the experience working with Jim and were you intimidated? <laughs> 
You know, I've listened to Jim and Yes Guy for a long time, uh, and I'm a big fan. I told him that before we got to the year. I'm a you know long, long time fan. So uh, you know, when when Jim introduces you, that's that's something. You feel it. You know. So I was sitting courtside, and to be honest, yeah, I, I you know I, I generally don't get nervous for broadcast but there's always that energy and then obviously that night sitting courtside with Sherman and listening to Jim's voice uh, come through and uh, you know we did a we did a pregame hit that I sort of stewed over with with Sherman Sherman was like relax like it's gonna be fine just just relax I was kind of thinking about you know but uh, you know it, it was it was uh, it was a real honor and uh, like I said something that uh, I'll never forget and a uh, real honor to chat again today. Well, our pleasure to have you, Matt. And so, you know, when you, when you're talking about that that opening, uh, I'm starting to relive uh, the opening when I throw it down to who's ever doing the play-by-play. Normally, it's Paul Jones, but on that night with you, um, um, obviously, there's a build inside the building, uh, and and of course, when it's full, it's it's really raucous. Uh, still at fifty percent, it's there. I mean, that basketball opening is is got to be at the top of the list. I know you do some some hockey and other sports as well, and there is an intensity to start an event, but the basketball one tops the list, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I love the, how intimate basketball is. Like, we were right there. I mean, you know, you know, the, the TV guys are on the first row. We're right behind them in the second row. So, like, you're, you're in the game. Like, you can catch a ball if it goes out of bounds. Like, you know, you're, you're right there. And, you know, I, I did a lot of work covering the Raptors in their championship season back in 2019. And, you know, every time they would play that, that, that intro, when, when Mark Strong gets going on the intro, it just it, uh, it gives you chills. And, and it, was, it was just no different that night. Now, obviously, that night we were, you know, I was, I was focused on other things, too, right? You're here in town. So we had J.P. Petrudo next to me running the audio. So he would say, okay, you're coming up. you got to throw to Mark. you got to take it back. So my attention was a little divided. Uh, but, uh, you know, any time that that intro comes on and the players come out, uh, you know, that, that's always – it's one of my favorite parts of the game. And, you know, with the 905 this year, we haven't had a lot of crowds, a lot of big crowds, just because of all the COVID protocols. Um, you know, but uh, tickets are back on sale, and, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to getting back. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like energy before the game. And, you know, a lot of times people don't sit down until the first basket happens. And, it's uh, you know, it's uh, – yeah, just thinking about it now uh, brings back some great memories. So, Matt, when Jim told me he had booked Matt Cullen, I was all prepared to talk about the Leafs hockey and the Cullen family, only to find out it was the other Matt Cullen. So are you in any way related to the Cullen hockey family? If not, who are you? <laughs> no, not that. I don't have any uh, NHLers in my, uh, in my extended family, but there are a few Cullens uh, going around. You know, Matt Cullen, uh, who played, uh, I think it was over 1,800 games in the NHL. I, I do get that. I do get that quite a bit. Uh, he had a... He had a terrific career, but I believe he's from Minnesota. So uh, I'm, I'm a Vancouver guy. I originally grew up on the West Coast, uh, but there are a few, a few Cullens uh, rolling around, and uh, a lot of them have done, uh, done great work. So I do get some questions at the time, but uh, um, not, not, no relation to me. But, um, you know, I, you mentioned there I've done a, done a couple of different sports. I've been in the OHL with the Steelheads. Uh, for quite a long time, I've started covering some soccer now. I uh, before the broadcasting experience, I lived in France and did some teaching over there, so I picked up some French. So that definitely comes in handy from time to time. So I I've covered the Canadian uh, men's national team and women's team in the in the soccer world, and uh, you know, being doing the 905 broadcast this year is my now third year with the team has been uh, you know has been, has been great, and it's always a thrill when we get some of the Raptors coming down on assignments. But you know, with Matt Cullen, you you have to be called Matty C, right? <laughs> yes, I do get that. Yeah, I do. that's Javon's uh, Javon Shepard's specialty. My color analyst for the nine hundred five. You get the 
gets a lot of Matty C when, when uh, we can turn it up. Uh, those, uh, you know, you know the broadcast. He's feeling it. We're having a good broadcast when he throws one of those out there. You know, you've got an interesting background in terms of, um, you know, you're in play-by-play right from the start. Some of us wanted to do that but never got down that road because of the places we work. But having said that, you're also bilingual. So, I mean, how when you started this, what did you want to do? I, w- I was pretty open. And you know what? I-, I really relate to your show, Jim, because at the start of my career, you had to be a yes guy. Anytime anybody approached <laughs> you with a gig or a job, yes guy. We're doing it whatever it is, behind the scenes, in front of the camera. I actually started doing some writing. That was the first thing. And my first ever internship, my first ever, this wasn't a job, but it was my first ever internship was uh, with the great people at TSN.ca. And they uh, allowed me to publish some work with the first time. I did an article uh, on Cliff Floyd, who played for the Expos and, uh, and uh, had a great career in the MLB. And then I talked with Megan Nicholson as well, who was, of course, a longtime staple with the Canadian National Women's Hockey Team, the Olympics. He was recently on, on the, some of the broadcasts uh, for, uh, for the Canadian hockey team uh, in, uh, in Beijing. So uh, those were my first two, two articles that I published, and that was thanks to the great people at TSN. So um, that, was, that, was, that was kind of my beginning, but I always loved play-by-play. And I was one of those kids that had a Walkman, you know, I'm born in 89, so I, you know, the Walkmans were in at that time. And the Walkman I had when I was about eight or nine years old had radio. So I'd love to flip that under my pillow, turn the game on. Everybody thought I was asleep, but I'd be listening to you know, whoever was doing the, doing the play-by-play calls. And I just love that part. And that still, that still comes to me the easiest I find. When I put on the headset for a game, it's like, it's like the, kind of the, the world's problems just sort of go away just for that short time and you can just really get lost in and it's, uh, it's something that I love doing and you know, obviously requires a lot of preparation. And uh, um, you're right, you know, the jobs don't pop up uh, very often. So always, always grateful to get an opportunity to, you know, to, do a, to a, do a play-by-play gig no matter what sport and no matter where it is. And, uh, you know, getting the call to come make my NBA debut with the Raptors was, uh, like I said, I think unforgettable and, uh, you know, something that will stay with me uh, for all my life, uh, that, you know, it's just uh, one of those things that, uh, you know, you dream about. Matt, I'm trying to connect the dots. A Vancouver guy who went to France, who's Mississauga, Toronto, there's a whole lot of geography there. But what I want to know, first of all, is if you're a Vancouver guy, now you're in Toronto. Is Toronto the center of the universe? Is that the way Vancouver feels about <laughs> Toronto? I'm not there yet, guys. Uh, my parents still live in Vancouver, so I go back pretty regularly. I can't, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Uh, although I, you know, Toronto has treated me really well. I came here in 2014 when I started broadcasting school uh, down at the College of Sports Media, and then uh, actually, I, when we missed one step there, uh, Terry and Jim it was, uh, or Perry and Jim, it was uh, with um, uh, my 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 time in uh, Nova Scotia. I was a St. Francis Xavier student. That's where they gave me my first oh. shot at uh, at play by play. Uh, doing the uh, women's basketball and hockey. So I've kind of bounced around. There's a lot of geography in there. Um, with regards to the center of the universe, I, 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 I'm wrapped up in it. I'm, I'm in the bubble for sure, but I just can't quite say it yet. And uh, there's definitely a little, there's some hard feelings for people on the West Coast whenever the Leafs come to town and when there's a 4 p.m. Start, local start just because it's got to work with the schedules for the broadcast. There's always, uh, you know, people rolling their eyes. So, uh, you know, I, I'd say there's a good old rivalry there. 
So, Matt, I, I want you to know the uh, the radio under the pillow. In my day, it was a transistor, and, and I did that. That's how I could get to sleep. I'd find a hockey game somewhere, and that, that's how I got to sleep. But I want to go back to um, influences on your career. So, obviously, you, you're, you're listening to people before you get into this business in terms of developing the style that suits you. Who was that for you? There, there was a there was a few a few different people for sure. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, growing up, I was right in the heart of. I mean, Bob Cole had a terrific play by play career, so I mean, I, he was one of the, you know, the the, the main hockey voices uh, that I listened to. Uh, but uh, I, I think that one of the, the the main influences in my career was actually uh, was actually Ray Ferraro, uh, and I, he doesn't do play by play, but. Uh, a long, long story here. Our relationship goes back a number of years. In my university days, I was a lifeguard, and uh, the the pool that I worked at was Ray's favorite pool uh, in Vancouver. So he brought his family. Tammy also came out. Uh, you know, so that was before my broadcasting days. And Ray and I would would chat. I think I've taught his kids swimming lessons a couple of times back when I was, you know, in my early twenties. And we've always sort of kept in touch. And uh, you know, Ray has been a terrific mentor to me, and uh, you know, even though he doesn't do play-by-play, you know, he he, you know, we we often talk on the phone, and he says, you know, I want the play-by-play guy to do this. I want the play-by-play guy to set me up and talk to this. And you know, in my mind, Ray is Ray is the best. Ray is the best in the business, and that that shows with the opportunities that he's received over the over the over his career after his playing days. So, um, you know, I, I think when it comes to play-by-play guys, you know, I've you know the the, the regulars that I mentioned, but uh, I think when it comes to you know. Boots on the ground, experience, how to how to become better, how to develop. You know, you know, Ray is always, you know, he's whatever it's been. You know, send me his notes or send me his, you know, his ideas about how to how to work things differently, how to stand out a little bit more. I, you know, I, I think that, uh, that I owe a lot of credit to him. Matt, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. All the best. Have a great weekend, guys. You too. Thank you. That's Matt Cullen, or as we like to say, Matty C joining us. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park Managing Broker, REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. Master your game strategy with the Fox 40 coaching boards available for basketball, hockey, football, and more. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Go to fox40shop.com. This is YESGUY, the radio show on TSN 1050. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley is ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055. Or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Yes, Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Guest number two from the Toronto Argonauts, Andrew Harris. Andrew, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine and just happy to have you. I mean, and let's talk about the transition. I said, Andrew Harris, Toronto Argonauts. When you hear that now, how do you feel? Yeah, it's, uh, it was definitely a bit, a bit of a shock to the system, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity and, you know, uh, got a chance to, to, to come into Toronto and, and get to meet everyone. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to being part of the organization and, and doing some great things. You know, Andrew, when you were in Winnipeg, I'm sure you could walk around town and everybody would know who you are. You're coming to Toronto and, you know, the Argonauts aren't as popular in Toronto as, as the Blue Bombers are in Winnipeg. 
would that be kind of an adjustment for you? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you're definitely a household name in Winnipeg and, you know, it's a smaller community and, you know, you can't go to the grocery store or the gas station without someone bumping into you and saying hi. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the cool part about being in Winnipeg. But, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, coming to a different market and, and uh, like I said, just, just uh, doing some great things here and, you know, hopefully kind of raising that, uh, that popularity of, of the team. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the challenge and looking forward to uh, the new role. When the Blue Bombers decided not to resign you, and I read the article that Paul Friesen wrote, and you were very honest in it, did you take the whole thing personally or just chalk it up to that's the business of the CFL? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I took it a little, little personal. You, you, you can't help but, uh, you know, have some emotion when, you know, you've been a part of an organization for so long and, and uh, done great things, and especially when it's your hometown. So, um, But, I mean, I'm, I'm over that now, and, I mean, it, it is a business decision and a, and a business way of going about things, and, uh, you know, I respect it, and, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I'm now I'm just really looking forward to the new opportunity, and uh, I'm excited about uh, what's next. Yeah, this is almost kind of rejuvenating for you, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've always had to kind of prove myself in a way, you know, being a you know, Canadian running back, junior running back, uh, coming from the junior system. Um, but, uh, you know, when, uh, when I came to Winnipeg, you know, there was, there was people that were kind of counting me out already at that point just based on my age. So, you know, fast forward five, six years later, and uh, I'm at that spot again. So, uh, again, I mean, I'm looking forward to the challenge and, uh, you know, just getting, doing all the right things to make sure that my body's right. Uh, come training camp and, and, you know, get through those 18 games in a, a dominant way. You're going to come into a system in which you're probably going to get the ball a lot, just like you did in, in Winnipeg, probably every first down they gave you the ball. Uh, that's smash mouth football, which isn't common in Toronto. So are, are you looking for the, you know, to inject that type of, uh, you know, of, of offense into, uh, into this team? Yeah, I mean, I uh, just talking with uh, with Coach Dimwitty, um, you know, just understanding with his philosophies and, and how he wants to do things, and uh, you know, I'm just very excited to to get to know the guys and, and you know get get to embedded into the locker room and, and you know just just get a feel for you know how everyone works and and uh, you know how how I can be an impact player you know every time I touch the ball or, or without the ball, right? So uh, that comes down to leadership and and you know in the locker room and on the field when things are going well and when things aren't going well. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to that challenge and, uh, you know, just bringing my expertise and veteran leadership you know, to the team. Andres, as you said that, I'm thinking to myself, I'm fascinated as to how you become a Toronto Argonaut in terms of how you fit in. I mean, obviously you have uh, just a, a massive skill set. Uh, they have voids, but they have a playbook. So how do you sort of marry those two things together? Um, I would say, um, you know, just, just, just getting to know and, and and figuring out how you're going to you know fit in. You know, um, I always try to to find my little niche and and, and after what like going to the playbook and you know understanding the guys on the team and uh, you know again just trying to make everyone around me better. And uh, I think that's I think that's you can that's all you can ask for uh, from a great teammate is is someone who competes hard and and uh, and tries to you know make everyone else around them better. And you know, that's that's exactly what I'm looking forward to do. A long time ago, the Toronto Argonauts had a running back by the name of Michael Clemens, who became known as Pinball Clemens. Well, Pinball Clemens is now the general manager. So in the times that you've had a chance to talk to him, have you find him to be maybe one of the most inspiring persons you've ever met? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I spent some time with him 
the other day there and, you know, just got to know him a little more. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a very fascinating dude and, you know, he's done a lot of great things and on and off the field. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to just kind of soaking in, you know, what, uh, what he's all about and, and you kind of just, uh, you know, just pick, picking pieces of, you know, his personality, you know, and try to, try to, you know, be a sponge, um, around him. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that opportunity as well. And, uh, you know, it's an absolute honor to, you know, just be in his presence and uh, get to learn from him. In Winnipeg, there was a tradition where the player that would score a touchdown would jump into the, uh, into the, into the, uh, into the arms of the fans, kind of like the Lambo leap. Are you looking to do something like that in Toronto? Yeah, like I don't have anything set in mind, but I think uh, you know, come game day, come uh, you know, when the when the emotions are flying, I'm sure that there'll there'll be something that will come into play. Um, but again, like I said, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fit into with the guys here and, and, and see how they kind of celebrate and handle things and and uh, you know enjoy the game. So, uh, like I said, I'm sure that I'm sure something will will come about. Yeah, I'm fascinated. You were talking about the playbook earlier. I mean, that's the biggest mystery to to a football fan is is the differences in the playbook. Now, without spilling the beans, how different could the playbook be? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like learning a new language. You know what I mean, so uh, you you got to come in and uh, learn a new language. I mean, a lot a lot of the stuff is the same as far as how they you know how we run the ball or you know certain concepts are the same, but uh, it's all it's always it's always called something different from a an OC to an OC, so you just gotta, you know, figure out what uh, what relations are uh, to the last playbook, what what you're used to, what you know, and uh, you know, just transform your that new language into, you know, understanding what you're trying to do on the field. So, uh, I mean, uh, there's, there's lots of different wrinkles and, and things, and you know, kind of just jumping into uh, what, uh, what what Coach did, what he does, and uh, like I said, uh, you know, it's, it's just learning that new language. That's the that's the key. You know, a lot of football players wear eye black, you know, because of the glare of the lights. You have it only under one eye, and I think it's just something that you can peel right off. I've often wondered, why is that? Yeah, it's just something I did when I was uh, in high school. Uh, you know, I used to just put the one on the one side, and I just kind of just stuck with it. You know, it's more like a, you know, Superstition kind of thing, you know. I don't, I, it doesn't really do anything because I have I have a visor on anyway, so it's more just uh, something that I do and I've done for for a long, long time. So you know, I, I can't I can't change now. So <laughs> you're trapped. <laughs> um, yeah. So sure. talk about your tra- your transition to the Argonauts. Uh, what is the what's the best part about this, and what is the toughest part about this? Um, the, the best the best part is. Uh, know i'm looking forward to a new opportunity and, and you know coming to a team that's uh you know well on their way as far as success from last year and and like i said just trying to be an impact player you know in any which way i can and uh you know on the field and off the field uh the challenging part is you know i have a, a four-year-old daughter and that uh you know, i gotta i gotta figure out i have her full-time so i gotta figure out uh what i'm gonna do with her and you know changing up her life you know is gonna be a difficult thing as a as a teenage girl so um, yeah, just kind of navigating that uh, that new aspect, and you know, bringing her to a big city, you know, potentially living downtown here. You know, it's it's a little bit a little bit of a culture shock for her, for sure, as as myself. So, you know, uh, having to deal with deal with that is going to be you know for me the, the toughest part. Uh, just trying to, trying to figure out how to how to how to make sure that she's good and happy, and um, whether it's in a new school or homeschooling or tutoring, whatever it is. So that's 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 the hardest part for me, I think. 
And you've just touched upon something really different. People look at football players as just athletes, how much they make. They don't really see the, the personal side. So for you, this is, this is going to be quite an adjustment. And um, do you sometimes think of yourself as, as a football player and people look at you like that? Or do you, do you think people look at you as, as more you know, beyond just the visor? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, take a, I take a lot of uh, pride into, you know, betting myself in the community uh, just to let people kind of know my story and where I've been through. And, you know, at the end of the day, all athletes are, you know, are humans too. And I think sometimes uh, people forget that. Uh, they they kind of dehumanize, you know, some athletes and, you know, just expect what they want to expect on the field or the ice or the court or whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, there's, there's always things that uh, are going on personally. Uh, that guys have to navigate through or, or women have to navigate through. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't really know where it's really going on. It's all about the results that, that people want to get on the field. And, uh, you know, I, I think, like I said, there's, 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 there's a lot of different things that uh, I'm, I'm proud of, you know, how I got here. And, you know, I, I try to give back in, in, in ways. I have a foundation that I started in in, uh, in uh, Winnipeg and I'm planning to, know bring that over here and, and you know kind of get my outreach into the community here as well so uh, looking forward to doing those things and, and again trying to you know get 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 people to know the the human side of my, myself and you know and obviously ho- hopefully do some great things on the field so you know they're, they're excited about the athlete as well well tell us about the foundation uh the foundation is uh uh, so it's called 33 Foundation, and uh, basically what we do is we, we try to remove barriers for youth. Uh, and the, the big one is the financial barrier um, for for for, pe- for for young for young kids to get involved in uh, whatever they want to do, you know, after school. So you, you, a lot of it's based around sport, um, but uh, we also do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, for 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 artists, um, for for kids trying to go to school. Uh, we just we just gave a, a bursary to a young girl uh, who's going to a culinary school. Um, so we, we 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 go we go to all different reaches and uh, it's financial, whether it's you know food, whether it's clothing, whether it's you know equipment. Um, you know, so we we, tr- we try to remove those barriers for, for youth to make sure that they that they're involved in whatever activity they they're in and uh, hopefully help them succeed and uh, give them something to have some confidence in. Uh, Andrew, thanks very much for your time. Do you have a message for Argonaut fans on the way out? Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, get ready, you know. I uh, like, like you guys said, I'm a very smashable type of player, and uh, I come from that kind of system, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, bringing that downhill, um, you know, run game and, and you know, catching the ball at backfield and you know, keeping my quarterback upright. So I'm looking forward to to, to being here, and uh, you know, we're, we're gonna go, we're gonna have a, a great team, and, uh, and I'm, I'm ready for it. So guys get ready all right thanks andrew harris thank you very much awesome thank you all right stay safe and stay heard with the fox 40 electronic whistle producing 100 decibels at the push of a button the electronic whistle is perfect to bring along for any outdoor activity and don't forget to use the code yes guy at checkout for 15 percent off your order this segment is sponsored by braley financial advisors incorporated financial advisor herb braley is ready to help you with your financial needs if you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options contact herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website braleyadvisors.com with 31 years of experience herb will help you do what you want to do with your money get it back to you when you need it the most financial clarity and comfort with braley financial advisors incorporated this is yes guy the radio show on tsn 1050 
Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Yes, guys, radio show, Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you, and we are thrilled to have with us now Herbie Kuhn, the public address announcer for the Raptors since day one, Argos chaplain as well. Herbie, welcome. How are you, sir? Wow, I am overwhelmed and fantastic, Jim. Perry, great to hear your voices, gentlemen. And on this wonderful, wintry Southern Ontario day, you know, I I thought there weren't too many career highlights left for me, but now that I'm on the radio with the two of you, this is a new level. This takes it to a whole new level, baby. Woohoo! I'm excited. There's a level of, level of sarcasm there I didn't know you had, but nonetheless, uh, table seats at a Raptors game since 1995. My goodness, you must have a, a video collage in your brain that is second to none. You know something, guys? Uh, yes, you are correct. As faulty as that video memory bank may be, there are many, many scenes, many images that I can relax, recollect many interactions over the course of the last 27 years. Can you believe that? Like, is that not ridiculous? 27 years that I have been holding down that job. And and when I look back at the number of, you know, obviously the number of players that I've announced for every single player that's ever worn a Raptors uniform, including how many of the notables, generational players throughout the NBA, I am so blessed. It's been such a privilege and yeah, and I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this year big time. This year has been exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing the Raptors finish the season song, finish the season strongly. All right, Herbie, you're here. We want this is your chance now to replicate basketball fans. So do an intro for our audience to get them all amped up. You know something? I will do that, but whoever your sound guy is, uh, Chris, your engineer there, tell him to make sure he softens the levels because they get pretty loud. (laughs) Here we go. Basketball fans, would you please welcome the starting lineup for your Toronto Raptors! (laughs) Oh, that is impressive. That is impressive. Wow. Oh, you know, what? Oh, you know boy. it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a home game, so I'm missing doing that. I can't wait till March the 1st to get back, back down to Scotiabank Arena. I can't wait to get back there, man. Yeah, with fans in it too, right? Oh, can you, you know what, I'm, I'm trying to process that, Jim and Perry, how surreal this has been this last, you know, whatever it's been, month, month and a half, with no fans in the arena, with, you know, less than 500 fans in the arena. It's, it's been great to call the games. It's been great to have the action. And for the times when we did have a few fans in the game, it's been great to be able to have that, you know, intimacy, if you will, with those fans. But mercy, am I ever looking forward to March the 1st. I can't wait to have 20,000 um, excited, enthusiastic Raptor fans back in the arena. It's going to be great. All right, Herbie, following up on my last question, here's a question. Can you do that for the Yes Guy show to, to kind of announce the Yes Guy show? Because I'm sure at some point we could use this later on. Let's see what we can do here. Hmm, starting off from the University of Divine Intervention, please welcome number one in your program and number one in your heart. Give it up for the one, the only Yes Guy, Jim Teddy. 
and accompanying him, the best wingman in the world. He is a Southern Ontario sports journalistic legend. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for once again, Terry Lefko. Make some not, noise, everyone. Not that's, bad. That is, not bad that's, at all. That's not, that's not the last time you're going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> One take. Thank you for that. No residuals. Sorry, guy. <laughs> Uh, what, what happened to the yes guy residuals? <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. In, in Canada, uh, I'm sure I will get it soon. I love it. Uh, Herbie, I always tell the story. I was lucky when I was at Global to sit. That uh, was Washington against the Raptors. It was uh, mm. Jordan's last year, and I, and I can still see to this day Michael Jordan driving the floor, and I mean not not moving the ball around, but telling people where to go. That image mm. never left me because that was at the end of his career, and he was still a, a dominant force on the court. Mm. So if I said Michael Jordan to you, the many times that you've seen him play, and you're inches away from it, what would you recall? My my number one recollection of MJ is not only his playing ability. There's, you, you guys know, there are so many players in professional sports in every sport that have an incredible amount of talent, even game-changing, once-in-a-lifetime kind of talents. But Michael had the confidence to back it up. He knew he was talented. He knew that he had put in the effort. So every time he stepped on the court, he knew. He, he, he was confident that he was going to be successful. So for me as an announcer, so first of all, from this perspective, from a kid you know, growing up in the beach area of Toronto and actually watching Michael Jordan on television to now sitting courtside and announcing for him the first time in 1995 was, I was almost dumbstruck. Look, okay. I was almost in awe and ready to stumble over every single word, but I did my job from university of North Carolina, a six, six guard, number 23, Michael Jordan. And I remember feeling like, is this a video game or something like that, that I get to inject my voice into or something like this. It was so surreal and I actually one time, we actually played the Bulls one time. I think it might have been their second or third season. We played them either on his birthday or with the day after his birthday. And as he came to check into the game, I, I just took a, I took a leap of faith and I said, hey, Michael, happy birthday, man. And he says, hey, thank you. I appreciate that. He was so friendly with me. Like, oh, gosh, these are the things I will remember about Michael. And, of course, watching him on the court, sometimes it's like trying to stop a wall of water coming at you with one hand. It's just impossible sometimes. He was so good, so dominant, so confident. And, yeah, what, what a privilege to be able to have announced for him. And, you know what, even, even as recently as uh, the All-Star Weekend here in Toronto back in 2016, you know, Michael was here in the city. He wasn't playing, but he was here to be able to glimpse him, get a glimpse of him, and uh, many interactions over the years. It's been, it's been really awesome. And, and, of course, there have been numerous players who could fall into a similar category like magic johnson i've announced for i've announced for kobe uh, announcing for kobe in his final all-star game mm. is something um that now given now that we know what's transpired with him uh, a couple of years ago it, it's even more surreal to know that i was the guy that announced kobe into his last all game all-star game so many unique amazing memories that i've had sitting courtside announcing basketball for the Toronto Raptors. Well, I wanted to ask you about the Foxcroft family. Ron Foxcroft is one of our sponsors. Steve is also part of the 
basketball family as the Foxcrofts. I wonder if you have any Absolutely. courtside stories working with the Foxcrofts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the moment you said the family name, a big smile broke out onto my face. Let me tell you something. Every time there's a review, okay, every time there's a review, and the officials come over and they want to check something, and they put the, you know, they lift the screen up on the side, they put the headsets on. Watch the difference between when Foxy Sr. is there and when Foxy Jr. is there. Steve Foxcroft will sit there, nice and casual. He's listening carefully, but it's, it's like he's just in the middle of, you know, his, he's doing his job. Ron, for some reason, <laughs> feels the need to stand up lean in his face is about as intense as if he was on the floor itself calling the whistles it's almost like he's ready to jump in and make the call for them i've had so many wonderful uh, memories with those guys and of course uh, dave foxcroft as well as a cfl official and jim you alluded to the fact that i'm the chaplain for the argos so i've i've crossed yeah. paths with dave many many times and i just love that family i love that family and to be honest with you it's actually not many people realize that Ron Foxcroft is not only notorious and well-known because of the Fox 40 whistle, but what an accomplished official he was. Not many Canadian basketball fans realize, if I'm not mistaken, Ron was the first ever NCAA Division I official that was a Canadian. Ron Foxcroft officiated Michael Jordan's first game with North Carolina. Ron Foxcroft, on and on and on. I could go through the list of things that he has accomplished in addition to, you know, his business successes. And it's, to me, whenever I sit down there and I look over and Foxy's sitting two seats to my left, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is, this is really cool. I'm, I'm really digging this role down here. And the people who I get to rub elbows with, it's really great. Um, and Steve, boy, did he have the sweetest gig last year. Uh, down there in Tampa, <laughs> sitting there for all the Raptors' home games in Tampa. Steve was there for every one of those. That's not too bad. A, not too bad of a gig to be paid to sit down there in Florida all season long. Love the Foxcroft family, and I'm thrilled to hear their sponsors of your program. Herbie, let's end on this. Uh, you know, 27 years of doing this, and, and and the Argos work. How has it changed you? What 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 has it done to you? It has made me so much more appreciative of the athlete as an entire being, and it's made me more appreciative of the relationships that have been forged over the course of the years. When you're a sports fan and all you, the only interaction you get with a fan is either from the stands or watching them on TV or listening to someone call a game on the radio, you have a mindset about what you think a professional athlete should be like how they are supposed to conduct themselves and we largely we largely don't see the difference between that person as an athlete and that person off the court you know what are they going through what are the struggles in their lives what are their you know where are they from are they homesick do they have a family uh, for CFL athletes in particular so many athletes who come up here for six eight months and their wives and their children are back in the US somewhere and what I've learned is these people are not just great athletes, they're, they're great human beings as well. And the, the amount of sacrifice that goes into it, uh, into being a professional athlete, is something that I had never fully considered or appreciated prior to sitting down courtside for Raptor games. And in addition to that, long answer, the relationships. Case in point, 
couple games ago, uh, we had a home game, and uh, who was it against? I'm going to say Denver, if I'm not mistaken. And one of the assistant coaches against the, for the Denver Nuggets is Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham, twin brother of former Raptor Joey Graham, and Stephen himself used to play in the NBA for several years. And because Joey was a regular part of our chapel program with the Raptors, I had I can't tell you how many opportunities to interact with not only Joey, but his brother Stephen, as well as the parents, Joey Sr. and Rose. And Stephen and I are chatting, and he gets Joey on FaceTime for me, and we have a chat. And I'm thinking, and then Popeye Jones is sitting there, right? And I'm thinking to myself, how many of these people I have the privilege now of calling friends that I never would have thought of these people would be my friends or I would be their friends 26, 27 years ago, but now they are. These are lifelong people. Whenever I see Isaiah Thomas, he he holds me and hugs me to the point where I think I'm going to lose my breath. And he'll look at me and he'll say, family, family, Herbie, how are you doing? And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I've gained. That's how it's changed me. I'm more appreciative of the athlete as the entire being, the holistic athlete, spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and I'm so grateful for the relationships. It's made me a more grateful person, that's for sure, guys. Great question. Wow, very well said. Herbie, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Hope to have you back sometime. Perry, Jim, thank you, guys. God bless you. Have a great weekend, and let's go Raptors. <laughs> good I good stuff, say to that. Yes, guy. Yes, guy to that. Thank Sorry. you, Herbie. Let me try that again. <laughs> Harry, Jim, thank you so much. God bless you. Let's go, Raptors. And never forget, the answer is always, yes, guy. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Take right. care, guys. Have a great day. All right. You too. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him on Twitter at MTGDean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Be prepared on the ice with the Fox 40 hockey products like the Fox 40 Call and the Fox 40 Superforce CMG. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Go to fox40shop.com. Yes Guy, No Guy is next on Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes Guy, No Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned Yes Guy, No Guy edition on the Yes Guy radio show. So everything's Yes Guy for us so far. Let's go ahead with this. Number one, Perry, you love the Argos off-season moves. I don't love them. I like them. I think it's uh, no guy. It's, uh, it's, it's still too early to tell, okay? So, no guy. Uh, yeah, no guy. Okay, guy. Go ahead, sir. Hearing Herbie Coon just automatically makes you feel good. Oh, yes, guy. He's part of the sports fabric of, of this city. There's no question about that. And just think of the memories that this guy would have. You know, I have that one memory of Michael Jordan. He has all those. I mean, it, it's just if he could if he could somehow put a port on the side of his head and, and stream those videos, what a magnificent run he's had and, and just very important to us. So, yes, guy to Herbie Coon, that's for sure. Um, yes, guy, no guy, number two from here. Uh, the CFL East will be a wild race this year. Yes, guy. A lot of off-season moves. Um, Hamilton, not the same personnel as before, so yes, guy. It's going to be very interesting. Okay, go ahead, sir. When Ron Foxcroft 
Here's what Herbie Coon said about him. He'll be over the moon. Over the moon. In fact, I was going to say this to Herbie, but we ran out of time. Herbie delivered it just like Foxy would, didn't he? Yeah, he did it just like I would do it. Yeah, I'm Ron Foxcroft here. <laughs> all right, yes, guy, no guy. The Leafs uh, will always be a, a forward and a defenseman away from winning the Stanley Cup until they win the Stanley Cup. Does that make any sense? Yes, guy, no guy. No guy. It doesn't make any sense. But let's let's just parse it down. Yes, they need a goal. They need a goal. They need a defenseman. They may need another player or two. But I'm going to switch it around. Do you think the Leafs have a problem with their goaltending? I'm going to answer that with a, a firm no guy. It's everybody in front of the goalies, and we'll end on that. Thanks for stopping by, and I hope you enjoyed Episode 64 of Yes Guy, the radio show.